Welcome to the Victory of the Lamb podcast. We are a simple, straightforward Bible teaching church in Katy, Texas. If you are in the area, we'd love for you to stop by anytime. Otherwise, we hope you use this podcast to grow in your faith and be confident in sharing it with many. You can find us online at VOTL.org. We hope you enjoy this message, and God bless your week. So 14,000 feet, which is about two miles above sea level. And so by the end of it, I was really exhausted. I was starting to feel uh, the elevation sickness in my head with the headache, and my legs were so tired. But with that, that was something I could boast in, to get so high up in elevation. That's the first time I ever did something like that. And so in our Bible verses for today, we see that Paul, in a way, is, is going through hills and valleys in his life. And he faced many hardships, and we see that in our text for today. But there is a reason why he talks about boasting and enduring in them. And so that's what we'll be talking about today, dear brothers and sisters in Christ. Boast in your weaknesses. Don't cling to the things of this world, but rather focus and cling to your Savior. Now before I get into our Bible verses for today, I should give you some context as to why Paul is saying stuff like this. In the Corinthian church, there were these false teachers known as the super apostles. And these super apostles boasted in everything but their Savior. They did. And, and they would offer uh, their services for money and for pride and for power and all, that, all this stuff. And so they would say stuff like, Paul isn't a real apostle. Real apostles have a good life. Real apostles do not face hardships. He can't be boasting. He's weak. That's kind of like the attitude of what these super apostles were like. But yet Paul says, wait a minute. Real apostles face hardships, just as Christ did. And as he endures, you can boast in your Savior. So with that in mind, let's get into that, these verses for today. Starting at verse 21. Whatever anyone else dares to boast about, I am speaking as a fool. I also dare to boast about. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they Abraham's descendants? So am I. Are they servants of Christ? I am out of my mind to talk like this. I am more. I have worked much harder, been in prison more frequently, been flogged more severely, and been exposed to death again and again. Five times I received from the Jews the forty lashes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods, once I was pelted with stones. Three times I was shipwrecked, I spent a night and a day in the open sea. I have been constantly on the move, I have been in danger from rivers, in danger from bandits, in danger from my fellow Jews, in danger from Gentiles, in danger in the city, in danger in the country, in danger at the sea, and in danger from false believers. I have labored and toiled and have often gone without sleep. I have known hunger and thirst, and have often gone without food. I have been cold and naked. Beside everything else, I face the daily pressure of my concern for all the churches. Who is weak and I do not feel weak? Who is led to sin and I do not inwardly burn? 
That's quite a list, right, of what he had experienced. And yet, we'll see later why he is boasting about all this stuff that he's facing. Because if you think about the list he, is, he had, he's been flogged, he's been imprisoned, he's been pelted with stones, he's been lost at, at sea, he's been in danger in many different things, as well as having anxious concern for his churches that all, throughout all the Greco-Roman world. See, this is what a real apostle was going through. Not like what those super apostles were saying. But yet, as he was doing that, and as he was boast, uh, saying all these things, he was boasting in his Savior. And he could have been tempted to say many other things as well. Many selfish and sinful uh, things. For example, he could have boasted in himself. He could have had the attitude like, See, I went through all these hardships, but yet you Corinthians, you can't even weed out some false teachers. How weak are you? In doing so, he'd be selfishly boasting in himself. Or he could be, uh, another way is to think about doubting. He could have doubted his Savior and doubted God. He could have had the attitude like, see this list? I doubt that it's going to get any better. And I doubt that God will actually have my life go for the upturn of the better. But he didn't say that. And if you follow that, that seed of doubt, it kind of grows into a, a seed or a plant of despair where he could have just given up. And that's kind of what was Paul's temptation after going through such an extensive list of all the things he's experienced. He could have said, see, this apostle thing, it's really not meant for me. Might as well just give up. But he didn't say any of those things. Rather, he boasted in his Savior and clung to him. In the world we live in today, what do people boast about the most? When they face hardships, right? When they face hardships, people of the world can boast in their perseverance and how they have overcome it. They can have the attitude like, I have overcome this. See how strong I am? Look how strong I will be to overcome any challenge in anything. And results as they are boasting in themselves selfishly. Some people of the world can doubt both God and other man-made solutions. They can think to themselves, what, what's next, right? And have that anxious worry of what's going to happen next in the future. And that's so prevalent in our world today, isn't it? How people are so anxious and worry about all the things and that will, what will happen in the future. Some people can think, why is this happening to me? Why are all these bad things happening to me? And, and then they can point a, a finger of blame to Christians saying, why do you believe in a God who's letting all these bad things happening, happen to you even though he loves everyone? And so as a result, they're turning the blame to God, aren't they? And then lastly, sometimes, that follows, is followed by despair. And usually with that, people think, what's the point? What's the point of my life? And, and it's, it's very sad, right? Because then they focus on man-made solutions, and those man-made solutions offer some comfort, some peace, but that peace does not 
last, always. And so for us here today, how often have we have had those same thoughts run through our mind? How often have we thought, what's next? What does this world have in store for me? I'm living in a sinful world. How, how can I deal with that? How often have we thought to ourselves, why is this happening to me? God, I thought you loved me. And why are you letting all these bad things happen to me? I thought I was your child. Why is this happening to me? And lastly, sometimes that can lead into despair, right? And not only affects uh, people of the world, but Christians. And, and in that despair, people will think, what's the point of my life? What's the point? If I see evil around the world today, what's the point of my life? And it's ultimately because we live in such a sinful world, dear brothers and sisters. It's because we live in a world full of sin and we're affected by sin every day and we cannot escape the world of sin. It's the world we live in. It's sad to think about how all this evil that's done in the world and and we have questions as to why and, and stuff like that. It can be scary, right? It can be scary and we can lose a ton of sleep over it. When those days seem long and the nights are empty, it can be scary to think about how can we escape that. And so, while that's something we may lose sleep over, know another thing and rest assured it's to our comfort. Dear brothers and sisters, cling to Christ just as Christ has clung to you. See, Jesus came down from heaven. He lived, he died, and he rose from the dead. And he did that for all of our sakes. He never boasted in his own selfish uh, experience, right? He never boasted in himself, but yet he boasted in his Father in heaven. Never once did, did he doubt God but trusted in him fully and completely. Never did he give up because he was thinking of us when he went through his life to live and to die and to rise for you and for me here today. That's what Jesus did. And you can argue he faced even more hardships than Paul. Way worse hardships, but yet he endured, right? He persevered. He did that for our sakes. And because he lived, he died, and he rose Your sins, they are forgiven, dear brothers and sisters. They will always be forgiven. There's nothing more you need to do. The victory is won. What Jesus has done is to our enjoyment. And so that's something we should boast about, right? That is something we should boast about, of how Jesus loves each and every one of us and will continue to do so because he saved, he lived, and he died for you and for me. And so that's why Paul in our last verse for today says, if I must boast, I will boast in the things that make, that show my weakness. And and you're probably thinking, why will he be, why is he boasting in things that make him weak? It's because in those times, in those times he went to his father, went to his savior, and that, that relationship grows, doesn't it? That's why Jesus, that's why Paul boasted in the things that made him weak. 
I like to think of it like this. Imagine life as a mountain range. The mountains have peaks and they have valleys, right? And life is kind of up and down. When, when you're at the peak and life is going well, God bless, right? <laughs> that he's given you a good life, that he has blessed you and continue to bless you. And in that time, we should be humble. We should thank God for what he has given us. But what about the valleys, right? That can be a hard time to boast about when it seems like everything in the world is falling around, around us, right? Boast in those weaknesses. Trust that Jesus will get you through that, right? And trust that these troubles that we face in the deepest, darkest valleys are only temporary. They are only like this compared to the time that we will spend in heaven and in eternity, in glory, at the highest peak, right? In heaven, in heaven, the highest peak. And so as we go through our lives with the ups and the downs, at the peaks, at the valleys, trust in your Savior. Cling to Jesus just as he has clung to you, to your brothers and sisters. And so just as Paul did that, there was another man who, who did that as well. His name was Job. And see, Job, God had blessed him, and he was at the peak. He had given, God had given him all this money, this wealth, and he was the richest man in the world, quite frankly. And yet, he didn't turn to himself. He never doubted God. He turned to his Savior. He trusted in Jesus. He trusted in God because God had given him all that. But then, as some of you do, do know, he went into the deepest, darkest valley. He lost everything. He lost his home. He lost his children. He lost all his fortune. But yet, and for a time, he did doubt God. He did resent God for what he did to him. That's what he thought, right? The, why is this happening to me? What's next? What's the point? He was in the deepest, darkest valley. But yet, after God had talked to him, and after Job had realized and repented for what he had done, God blessed him even more. And he went to the highest peak and even higher than the peak before it, right? Because God had blessed him with more uh, of his wealth, more children, more property. He was blessed tenfold. And so just as Paul did, and just as Job did, you and I here today can boast in our Savior and boast in our weaknesses. When we're at the valleys, the low valleys, or even the high peaks, boast in your Savior. I think there's a passage that maybe comes to mind. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. So when we're in those deep and dark valleys, know that Jesus will always be with us. That you will never walk alone. You'll never walk alone. And that his goodness, his mercy, his love will always follow you all the days of your life. Jesus will never stop loving you, even if you're in the deepest, darkest valley. To the highest peak, he'll never stop loving you. And know that in those dark times or even in the good times they fail in comparison to what we have waiting for us in heaven something that far exceeds 
anything we can think of that's far greater than we can ever imagine at the highest mountain, right? Otherwise known as Zion. Heaven. And so what I want you to take from today is that you can boast in your weaknesses because they help you grow stronger to your Savior. And because of that, Christ boasts in you. Christ will always boast in you because he loves and cherishes each one of us here today. And so that's what I want you to to take home, dear brothers and sisters in Christ. To him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Time is precious. Thank you so much for investing some of your time with us today. Could I ask you for one more favor? If you're enjoying this podcast, please don't forget to click subscribe and give us a rating. Just a few seconds of your time will help other people hear the simple, straightforward Bible message we offer. Thank you so much. God bless your day in Christ.